They piped that the wrong way. I'll call the clubhouse. We'll book another 18 for tomorrow. Okay, they cheated on that. They fluffed their balls. Yeah, no better time for the breakfast ball than now. <laughs> What's up guys and welcome back to episode five of the Double Bogey Show. I am Ryan the t-shirt guy here with Tyler the camera guy. We're back again, Tyler. We're back, baby. How we, the hell are you today, Ryan? I'm doing well. I'm I'm doing good. Um the the whole double double bogey show is it's it's starting to sink in a little bit. I like it. This I like is, it. This is the second episode of the double bogey show, the fifth episode of the Breakfast Ball Podcast. Mm-hmm. If you guys didn't listen to the last episode, uh, we talked a little breakfast blue balls, shitty moments on the course, uh, things that you thought were going to go a different way, but or things that you thought were going to happen but didn't. Bad situations. We always talk. We also talked about rebranding the podcast, Tyler. Yeah, and the Double Bogey Show is all about just basically the conversations you have in the golf cart. Yep. And we are you're a bogey golfer now. You went and got better on me, but I am a double bogey golfer at best. And uh, I feel like a lot of people are also double bogey golfers. So we opened this podcast up to the rest of you double bogey golfers. And we're going to do a little Q&A today. People have been sending in questions for the last day or so. Um, so we're going to check those out, see what's going on in your guys' head. Yeah, what I kind of like about this though, Tyler, is we're, we're, building, we're slowly building an audience of, of bogey to double bogey golfers. And uh, it's fun to interact with other golfers uh kind of like us mm-hmm. people who are kind of just out to have a good time uh people who aren't going to shoot uh 69s 70s but are going to more so shoot 80s to 90s to 100s respect respect that's what we do we love golf and we're shooting 90 to 100 every round uh but we're going to get into that in the q a because we're going to start the first question off from chris lucci 23 um on the instagram story he says what does Tyler and Ryan usually shoot? It's nice seeing relatable golf content. Again, back to the uh, mm-hmm. the audience we're building. Yes. Relatable bogey golfers. Tyler, what do you typically shoot on an average day? Okay, so 18. So I my best round, my best nine of the year was nine over. Okay. Straight bogey, bogey but I'm golf. usually 12 to 15. So I, my, my, I usually shoot around 30 over on 18. So that puts me at like the hundreds. So not even double bogey golf though. Yeah, but that's, I'm pretty typical double. I'm very happy with bogeys. Okay. So I'm about right around the hundred range. Which that's who we are. Yeah. We're the breakfast ball boys. Mm -hmm. We're going to shoot hundreds. I've shot. Listen to this freaking guy though. What'd you start the season at? Oh, I started the season at probably double bogey golf for sure. Okay. Um, I'm going to shoot through around 18. I'm going to shoot anywhere from... 89 to 95, 96. Um, and, you know, as the season progressed, as we just started golfing more, that's literally what it came down to was just golfing more. Um, I was shooting mid 80s, uh, which is probably my some of my best rounds of the year. Now, I did have a, a nine hole round. I was playing 18, but my first nine holes, Tyler, I was plus one. <laughs> and that's pretty good. Can you guess who I was golfing with? Yeah, I I know this story. I know who you're golfing <laughs> with. The freaking boss man himself who owns the real estate in our head is on the golf course. Well, he 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 got it. You told me he got in he your head. He tapped into the real estate of my head. Yes. Which a classic Miles move. Why wouldn't he do that? I am I think I'm minus one after seven, which <laughs> to me, I'm getting nervous. I'm like, this has got to get It's like the no hitter. Somewhere. You don't talk about exactly. it. Exactly. You just keep it to yourself. And then he uh 
he played it off as if he didn't know what I was shooting, but he did. He's like, Hey, you know, <laughs> what are you doing? God, Ryan, what, are you what, what are you shooting right now? And I'm like, mom, minus one right I now. Don't talk about it, Miles. And I think I, I, I double bogeyed the next hole and then I parred the last hole to end up at plus hey, which one isn't nine. bad. I mean, tech, it's not good compared to the round that you started, but it's still pretty good. Yeah. And I was playing absolutely out of my mind. So yeah, Tyler, I'm going to shoot uh mid eighties. That that's uh that's what's average for me. I'm hoping that I can get low 80s next year um, when the golf courses open back up. But uh, yeah, we're we're just like a lot of you guys. We're not shooting crazy numbers like mid 70s, nah. whatever. Uh, we're having a good time. We we mainly just go out to have a good time. Yes. And speaking of good times, our next question from Zach Houston: If you could choose any one person in the world to sip birdie juice with, who would it be? Well roundabout question from uh, my breakfast blue ball last week um i would pick ryan because he just never drinks birdie juice with me when i get birdies he just that's false he he breakfast blue balls me on the course when it comes to birdie juice that's false i missed one opportunity <laughs> no but me missing one opportunity that's big is probably to me the only I, opportunity i'm gonna have yes um but realist ryan you go ahead i gotta think of who it would be for real not you um, are you sticking with the golf world or are you just going overall th- favorite person? I'm going overall. Well, I think this is an easy one for me, Tyler, and uh, hopefully Miles doesn't listen to this one, but I'm sipping birdie juice with Adam Sandler himself. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. For some reason, ever since I got the Happy Gilmore jersey to kind of complete the, the, the Happy Gilmore Halloween costume mm-hmm. for this year, um, I've just been, I've gotten to be a bigger fan because I went back, I rewatched the movie and I'm like, wow. This is why it's one of the best golf movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he would be just a general good time. Like he, one, he would have a ton of crazy cool stories. Yep. Two, he's gonna be funny. Yep. And three, you already are a fan of him. Just don't fangirl though. Oh, how can don't. I not though? You got you can't though. It'll ruin it. It'll make That's it awkward. That's only for the first couple minutes, and then it all cools down. Once yeah. I can figure out like who he is as a person, then I can start to relate a little bit. So more. let me ask you, what are you what are you sipping for the birdie juice? Uh, peppermint schnapps. I mean, that's, I don't think that's a very common birdie juice, but it's our birdie juice. It's our birdie juice. Yeah. Yes. Peppermint schnapps, uh, Phillips, Phillips, mm-hmm. pepper, peppermint schnapps. That's the go-to. That's what Ty, Tyler's bag weighs 80 pounds because he's got a full <laughs> bottle of peppermint schnapps in it at all times. Uh, so that's what I'm going with. That's, that's what I was raised on Tyler and raised on meaning like the last three or four months of golf, <laughs> it's been peppermint schnapps. So. Who uh who are you sipping birdie juice with, Tyler? God, dude, this is tough. I want to go with somebody funny. Um, and I think I'm gonna circle back to our, our episode of You Bet Your Radio for the Dream Golf Foursome. I want to sip birdie juice with Joe Rogan, mostly Ooh. just to ask one question and then be a fly on the wall and let him roll. Yeah, it all depends on who he's talking to because he could ask the one question and then be a fly on That's the wall. True. That's true. Or vice true. versa. So if it's just he and I sipping birdie juice. He's going to ask me questions, and I'm way less interesting than most of his guests. So hopefully I don't put him to sleep too much. Yeah. Do you think Joe Rogan drinks much? I have no idea. I feel like he's not sipping birdie juice. He's, he's doing smo- DMT. He's smoking, he's smoking birdie grass. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, boys. Birdie hallucinogens. <laughs> yes. Yep. Um, I like that pick. The only thing is, is like, really the only time you're with each other, unless you're playing really good cart golf, is when you're in the cart going from ball to ball, I would need to sit down with him at the clubhouse 
afterwards. 19th hole birdie juice. 19th hole. Yep. Yep. I like that option. All right. What do we got next? Um, <laughs> oh, we have to touch on this, Tyler. Before we get too deep in the Q&A, there's been a couple questions on this. This is a this is a looming question. All right. We've been running this page for a couple months now, and uh, I don't think we've ever asked you this on the podcast. Maybe we have, but here it goes. Uh, this person is actually going to remain nameless. I know who it is. I've seen the questions. Why does Tyler swing like that? <laughs> I swing <laughs> like that because that's just how I swing. What kind of explanation do you want me to give? It's not because it's a good swing. I don't swing like that for the score. That's for damn sure. You swing like that because it feels comfortable. Yeah, I mean, yes, that is why I swing like that. So we're, we keep saying, why do you swing like that? I You'll swing just, like shit. You just go back and watch any video of ours. Any video. Um, except for the ones where I'm not swinging the club. Caddy, wives. Yeah. But watch those two anyway. I mean, yeah. All right. That's next question. Well, no, here, Get I, this I, I shit need, out we of here. We need to dive into this a little bit more. Have you ever thought about fixing your swing? Yeah, and then I golf like shit. I've but tried. It's, it's a muscle memory type of thing. You got to continue to work on it. It's not gonna. It's not gonna be an overnight success. You got to keep working on it and keep working on it. You got to hit the simulator. You got to work on it through the winter months. You got to come into next spring as a new golfer. So that's just it. I'm. Not, I don't want to alienate our average golfer audience by becoming a good one. So you're Ryan, not, you can not, get as good as you want. I'll stay shitty. I'll not, stay shitty for you guys. Okay, but you're not going to just you're not going to become a good golfer by just sw- changing your swing. You might. It would help. <laughs> Tyler, you got to remember <laughs> it would what, help. what kind of golfers we are. You you're not going to change your swing by working on it for one off season. Yeah, I might though. I'm pretty athletic. I think the question, I might get one lesson and then all of a sudden shoot in the 60s and that ruins our brand. So this isn't something that you want to go forward with. Not even a little. You want to keep uh you, you want to keep lifting the front leg. Yeah, right? it feels good. That's what feels comfortable. <laughs> I'm getting I'm loading my hips up. When my front <laughs> knee comes up, I am getting all the power in the world behind it and it's just if I hit the ball square it's going to go. That's the question. The, the knee, the knee coming up. That is good. I think more people should do that. Actually, we need to do like a we need to do like a rate rate your swing style (laughs) of video. Okay, and it's kind of like the roast. It's kind of like a roast. Like we'll do it for we can do it for both of us. But um, people are are free willingly already roasting your swing. Oh yeah. But if we give them the opportunity and the platform to rate your swing, Uh uh, you might think differently about it. No, but do you know me? They're going to tell me to change my swing so much that I don't want to change my swing. I like my swing. That, that is Tyler, the camera guy, everybody. He's, it, it, the more you keep telling him to change your swing in the comments, whatever that may be, he's not going to change his swing. Mm-mm. So maybe, I don't know. I don't know, how, I don't know how we do this. I don't know how we go forward. Um, maybe I buy you like a couple hours of golf lessons for Christmas or something like that. Uh, we'll document it. We'll see if there's any improvements made because I guarantee you when you start practicing just a better, more fluid swing, mm-hmm. it's going to get better. Okay, Ryan. Next question. You're done with it. I'm done with he it. Doesn't care. I'm not, he I'm doesn't not changing shit. shit. All right, Tyler. Next question on the Q and a, um, what is your biggest pet peeve on the course? 
Uh, our cast 14's biggest pet peeve has to be slow play, but he's curious as to what y'all think. Oh, I know this right off the bat. Easy. One of the guys we golf with all the time does this every single round. You know, give it to me. <laughs> yep, I'm 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 one over after one. No, I'm I'm four after a four over after four. I'm about six over after three. He got the guy that's got to update <laughs> on his score after every single hole. It got to a point where no one was listening. Not no, <laughs> not even a little bit. So and then it was always like he was he's one over for every single hole that we played until we get to like seven or eight and like well blew my round now I'm, <laughs> now I'm 13 over after yeah, seven as if seven as seven over wasn't already just kind of yep. a shitty round yep uh that one just blew it out of the water god i could i just could not care any less <laughs> what what your score is and maybe once every three four holes update me you know so if i like because i like to keep score obviously right, a lot like, of people do yes. if i if i'm not with with you golfing are you keeping score yeah, you are. I like to know. I like to keep because I track it in my whatever app. Yeah. Um, just to see, and I've literally stayed the exact same all all summer long. Like my average has not changed. Like there was a few rounds in the middle of the so summer. So something needs to change, Tyler, no. and that could be your swing. Well, man. I had fun. <laughs> hey, you had fun. That's uh, as long as you try your hardest and have fun, that's all that matters. Holy shit. Yes, kids, have fun on the course. The swing does not matter. Uh, that's that's a great point by you, Tyler. Mm -hmm. The uh, the score updater, it can be a big pet peeve. Seems like that's your biggest pet peeve. I would have to say that my biggest pet peeve is, um, how do I say this? Like grouchy people on the course. People are just bringing bad vibes and bad juju to the course, whether that's the person behind you, in front of you, um, on the whole, like adjacent to you. Mm -hmm. Like if you slice a ball into the other fairway and you're going over there to hit and these guys are coming up on that hole and they kind of, you know, they can, they kind of give you the death glare as mm -hmm. like, what the hell are you doing over here? Get out of here, dude. Right. What do you expect? It's a public golf course. There's more than one group on this course and not everybody's a pro. And if you're going to get, over it. if you like for us, if you're going to get pissed at, if you're going to get pissed about that at one of the cheapest courses in our area, mm -hmm. Go to the country club, man. Yeah. If you if if you can afford it, go to the country club or go to a just a nicer course that maybe I, I feel like for what a course what a course costs reflects how good the course is and the type of people that will be golfing there. Mm -hmm. Right. So you go to some of the higher level courses here in our area. Um there might be a couple guys like us, might not be, but uh we kind of stick to the middle of the road, lower level because that's like, I feel like that's where the fun happens, mm -hmm. you know? No, I'm with you. That's where you can get away with a little bit more of like, yeah, two or three breakfast balls in this round. Or uh, if I hit a bad shot out of the sand, I just drop another ball, you know? Yeah. You can't get away with that on some of the really nice, maybe snooty is not the right word, but you know what I'm, I'm trying to go for yeah. there. Those kind of courses. Yep. I did uh, the one time I golfed a country club, which was like three weeks ago. It was probably like 35 mile an hour winds. Um, luckily, there was nobody else out on the course because mm -hmm. the winds were so bad. But this is the only time we could get it in. I think I probably shot plus 34 through 18. So like a solid double bogey golf. But again, um, when your ball lands on the green, the wind was literally pushing it like five to 10 feet away from the hole. Jesus. Yeah, it was unbelievable. On the ground. But I feel like a good day, nice weather. The members would have been out. They probably would have been looking at you a little bit funny. 
And then you kind of just start to get uncomfortable about it. No, that's when you just start slugging on your birdie juice, birdie or not. Did we talk about the situation where you almost got into a fight on the golf course? Did I don't know if we talked about that on this podcast or not. Like, let's hear it. We got to hear this one. Because okay. it kind of plays into this question a little bit. A little bit. Our answers. Okay, so my buddies and I were golfing at a relatively, a, a pretty nice course, right? Like nicer than we had any business being on. Yeah. And we had this group that started, so we are the very first tee time of the day, 7.40. And the group behind us, we teed off right at 7.40. We, okay. were, we looked like we were running late, but we teed time. off right when we were supposed to. I wasn't with you. You were on time. Yes. And so the guys behind us were sitting there waiting. Like they were on the putting green well before we got there, but our tee time was ahead of theirs and we teed off on time. And they decided to tee off immediately after us. Tea time's going at least five minute increments, right? I think it's more. I think so too, but at least five minutes, right? At least. They gave us 30 seconds before they were teeing off on our heels, right? So we- Where was your drive at off that first hole? Not bad. Maybe like 220. Okay. Yeah, I mean, probably left or right because it's never straight. Okay. Um, So it wasn't, there was no bad drives, right? Okay. We all hit the ball decently far and we were playing a scramble. So even if you did, you had your partner's drive to go off of. So they teed off immediately right behind us. And then, so we spent the first nine holes just trying to get away from these dickheads. And we finally did about hole nine. That's the, by the way, that's the absolute worst when you're just trying to get away from people. Right. Um, We've done that in videos before. We'll actually skip a hole and we do that Mm -hmm. so we have more time to shoot videos. Yeah. We're not slowing everyone down. Right. But when you're actually just trying to get away from someone because they suck so bad, like Mm -hmm. as a person on the golf course, you can't have fun playing the game. Right. Uh, No, I'm with you. So then uh, we get ahead of them by hole nine and we're ahead of them all the way until 17. 17 is a really short par three. And we're putting, right? Our last putt drops in the hole and they start teeing off at the green. No. And I was like, these sons of bitches. So we're just gonna <laughs> let, we're just gonna let them play through, right? So we're waiting for them on 18. And uh you let them play through on eight through eighteen. Uh, so we were on sixteen going to seventeen. Okay, okay. Yes, we were on sixteen going to so we let them play through on seventeen. Wow. Because they were teeing off at us. Like we weren't even off the green when they were hitting their shots. Yeah. So we let him through and we gave them the death glare while they teed off and one dude shanked it and we laughed out loud at him um, just because they're going to be assholes, we're going to be assholes. So we let them <laughs> through and then we hit our drives, right? And those guys ended up not being the biggest dicks of the day. Some dude rolls up wearing a cutoff t-shirt and jean shorts and we're sitting there waiting for the group we just let pass get off the green before we hit our second shots. And this guy is swearing at us. He's like, you fuckers, get out of the fucking way. What are you doing letting them play through? Just cussing us out. And so finally I was like, God damn it. Well, I'm just going to hit because this guy is literally ready to shoot us. So I hit my second shot. Best shot of the freaking day. I put it on the green while these guys were still on the green. Or I hit it on the fringe while they're still on the green. And we just let them play through. Yeah. So then my friends are like, we just got to go. We got to hurry up so this guy doesn't catch up. And I was pissed off. So I said, nope, we're waiting for him at 18. So we we sat on 18 and waited for this guy, this really pissed off old guy to come up. And he's like, oh, hey, sorry we yelled at you. Um, I just don't understand what the fuck you're doing. I was like, what are you talking about? Those guys hit at us twice. And he's like, yeah, why'd you let them play through though? I was like, because they were hitting the ball at us. And he's like, I don't get it, man. I was like, And then his buddy like cut him off. He's like, hey, hey, just stop, just stop. 
And then he apologized to us. He's like, hey, I'm really sorry about my friend. He's had too much to drink. And I was like, I feel bad for you because you have to golf with this asshole all day. It was just the two of them? Yeah, it was three of them. Okay, okay. And then this guy that was being a dickhead, he's like, all right, guys, are you going to hit one at me now after I hit this drive? Because we let them play through now too, just to hammer it home. Yep. And I was like, I don't know, hit your first shot and we'll find out. And he hits a goddamn missile. The man with all the attitude can play golf. That's the worst. I'm telling you, he, it was 320 straight as an arrow. It was a par four and he was like three feet from the green. Yikes. So he wins, I think, because he got to play through and then he hit a piss missile. And then I I was going to like hit one short while they were on the green. Jesus but I didn't. I, I I held off. I feel like, I feel like if he would have shanked one right there, it would it just wouldn't have led to anything good. I would have just laughed out loud at him. You would have laughed out loud, and he would have been even more pissed. Yeah, but I think like his buddy there wouldn't have let him do anything. And I'm not gonna fight. Hold him. me back. Hold me back. I'm not gonna Hold fight an old man. Wow. So you know what he looked like? He looked like uh, he looked like a fat Dolph Lundgren. Who's that? The guy that plays Ivan Drago okay. in Rocky IV. Except now, now he's old. Yep. He looked like Fat Dolph Lundgren. How big was he? He was pretty jacked, but he was old. You take him to the ground. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to fight an old man, one, because he's old, and two, he probably would have kicked my ass, and I never would have lived it down. Yeah. The birdie juice was flowing good that day. Yeah, I was tuned up, too, so that did not help. That didn't help But then all. I played angry golf and birdied 18. So, wow. Mm-hmm. Maybe we need to get you more pissed off. And Maybe. then you want to you want to change your swing. <laughs> Damn right. Problem solved. All right, Tyler, next question. Uh this is from Gareth underscore James. What would you rather do? Be able to hit pure bombs or have a classic short game? Bombs, easy. I'm right there with it. Yeah. There's nothing more satisfying than hitting Mm-mm. an absolute bomb down the middle. Um and if that means, if I'm hitting bombs off the tee box, it probably means one other aspect of my game is off. Probably my short game. Yeah, but short game isn't nearly as satisfying anyway. No, it's not. Because the only satisfying thing about a short game that can compare to an absolute bomb off the tee is by like chipping in from 20 yards or or getting like, you know, one putting 50% of the holes or something like that. So it takes a lot to measure up to bomb squad off the tee box. Yeah, it def- I mean, it's a no-brainer for me. There's no no debating in my head. We're we're in the satisfaction game. We're mm-hmm. all about uh, being able to just play 18, be satisfied with it. And if that means hitting bombs and having a shitty short game, Gareth, I'm all into it. Um, Tyler, this is another good question. This is from uh, Wes Ravens. And I think we, we maybe already answered this before, but we'll touch on it again. Even if you play terrible, which we do quite a bit, what keeps the guys coming back to the course? Well, it's a number of things. One, it could be the group you're playing with. It could be fun just because you have a good group. That, and you're out of the house. And you're out of the house, yes. And two, and the most the most likely scenario is you just have that one shot. One shot in a round or one shot maybe every four holes that's just absolutely money. And in your mind, it erases the the rest of your shots being shitty. All it takes is one shot. One shot. Do not miss a chance to blow. It's one shot, one opportunity. Oh, to seize everything you ever wanted. Yeah. 
Will you take it? One moment. Or will you let it slip away? Would you capture? Uh, yeah, I don't know the or words. Or just let it slip. I know the spaghetti part and that's it. We can't do this, Ryan. Big M&M guy also. I might Loves sip burger juice with M&M. M&M Ooh, and... That's pretty good. Uh, if there was a three-person cart, like if you could fit three people on a cart, Eminem and uh, Adam Sandler. That's an interesting talk duo about a trio. Too. I don't know how that would go, but you can you can visualize it. Yeah, I mean Adam Sandler's very musically inclined. He's written a lot of good songs. The Eight Crazy Nights song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ha- the Hanukkah song. Yep. Mm-hmm. He said he wrote one about Chris Farley. Okay. Yep. God, what a guy. See, that's why I picked him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm going to be on the same page with you, Tyler. It's usually like the one good shot or um, the group of people you're out with. I honestly just like to get out of the house on a Saturday and uh, go hit 18. The only thing is you got to be careful. You got to almost have plans after 18 because if you get a little bit tuned up on the course, you don't just want to go home and do house projects or work on the yard or yeah. do nothing because it, that that's one of the biggest buzzkills in my mind. No, I'm with you 100%. But it's like also on the same boat. I don't like when my whole day is taken up. I like having something else to do. That's why I like golfing in the morning. We talked about that one on one of the podcasts. Yeah, golfing in the morning is good. Um, and I feel like I'm a better morning golfer than I am an evening golfer. Yeah. You know why? Because I drink way too much caffeine during the day. And evening golf, I get very jittery. Hmm. A little shaky on the tea box. Yeah. If I can just get a cup of coffee or a five hour energy right in the way right away in the morning, I'm like perfect. I'm back to normal. Yeah. Weird concept. Weird concept. Do we have any more questions or is that gonna we're gonna wrap it up? Should we run through one more, Tyler? Let's do one more. This will be a quick one. Ever hit a hole in one? Several. PGA two K twenty one. Uh you betcha our kid. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's multiple holes designed for hole in ones, which we both hit. Uh so you know how Miles breaks, he's part of the hole-in-one club, so are we. PGA Tour or 2K21? Goddamn right, counts. What's the closest you've ever been? Um, hole one on Prairie Wood, uh, golfing with my grandpa on 4th of July. The mm-hmm. course pro was standing on the tee box with us, and I put one like three feet away from the hole. Really? Mm-hmm. He was like giving me advice and stuff, and then I had my hit my hit my really shitty swing, played my my hook. No way. <laughs> Landed on the fringe and rolled really close to the hole, and... Made my birdie putt. We got to quit giving you excuses on how to, or on like to not change your swing. Like that shot right there. Well, why would I change my swing when I can get three feet within three mm-hmm. feet of the pin? Goddamn right. Swinging like that. So um, I have never hit a hole in one either. I've seen you get relatively close though. I've gotten close. I, I think the closest I've ever been is like six inches on a par three. Oh, damn. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's just right there. It's right there, man. But it has to be perfect. Mm-hmm. It has to be perfect. And I, I do think to myself every once in a while, will I ever hit a hole in one? I think yes, eventually. But if I you think play enough, you're going to hit one. If you play enough, you're going to hit one. Um, and what pisses me off is the people. I, I know a couple people who play golf like four, let's just say five to ten times a year. Mm-hmm. And they've ha- they have a hole in one. Right, or the people like like me a year ago that are just absolute garbage, but they like bounce one off the cart path and it'll roll up onto the green yeah. and in. You know, you always see videos like that. Does that even count? I mean, technically, yes. It does, yes, but can you do it the right way? So, And what you, is the right way? I don't know. Do you tell the clubhouse if you get a hole-in-one on your breakfast ball? Your second chance, which on, in a tournament rules would not count on your scorecard 
do you tell the clubhouse? Because no, they you, don't know. You'd they get don't a know. three. You'd get a three on the scorecard. Because uh, you, you hit your, for fir- legit you hit your first rules. shot. Um, one out. Mm-hmm. Two back into the into play. And then three's the hole in one. What, but still, we're not counting that first shot in our rules. Do you tell the clubhouse that you got a hole in one? Or do you just keep it to yourself? I'm telling them. I don't give a shit. I'm not. That's cool, though. Dude, you hit a hole in one. But you didn't. You did, though. <laughs> but you didn't at the same time. That's, it's shot zero. Shot zero doesn't count. That's a really good question, actually. This is, like, this is one of the moral dilemmas. Like, if you find a wallet, do you return it? Do you it? return it? Yep. Do you take a 20 it, out of it and then return it? Yeah. That's like finding a club on the fringe. Do you bring it back? If, if this is a, 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 let's just say this is like a Titleist Vokey wedge. I'm giving it back because it doesn't matter to me. Like like we said, I'm not a good enough golfer for the clubs to matter. But the hole in one, I got you got to take it. It's always going to linger in the back of my mind that that wasn't a legit hole in one. But it doesn't have to linger in anyone else's minds. But I just, I couldn't, I couldn't accept the, I couldn't tell people I got a hole in one when it counts as a three on the okay, scorecard. Okay, okay. So if you shoot a deer, you miss your first shot, you hit him on the second shot, is that deer still dead? I think it's a different The concept. deer's still dead. Because The ball's matter, still in the hole. It doesn't matter how many shots it takes to hit the deer, but it does matter the amount of shots it takes to get the golf ball in the hole. Or it just matters which shot. I don't know. You guys will have to let us know what you think. If Moral you, dilemmas. If, if you hit a hole-in-one on your breakfast ball, does it count as a hole-in-one? I think yes, Ryan. You think no. Because it's not a hole-in-one. It's a hole-in-three. No, it's... It's it would it's pe- actually a hole-in-two. It would be a hole-in-two. But shot zero is not a shot. In our mind. I Dude, I'm counting that shit. Dude, dude this if, is if tough. It, if it's off the tee box, it's a hole-in-one. You guys have to let us know. So if you if I dribbled one off the tee box and then sunk my second shot, not a hole in one. Correct. But if I'm hitting it off the tee box in, regardless if it's my first or my breakfast ball, I'm counting that shit. That's a one on my scorecard, baby. I don't think I... It's... I'm putting the one on there. God, I don't know, man. <laughs> That's a topic for discussion that we'll have to expand on a little bit later. We want to hear your guys' thoughts. We'll ask... Um, can, we, can we tease... Can Jeez. we ask ask Jeeves? Remember, ask Jeeves. Yeah. <laughs> the text thing. Yeah. Or cha cha. Yep. Yep. Two four two four two two four two. Yep. We'll ask Jeeves. Um. um let, no. I'm gonna tease. I think uh, next week we'll have to ask our guest. Ooh, we're having a guest next week. We're having a guest next wow. week. You guys have to stay tuned. Guys, thanks for everybody uh, who submitted the questions on the Instagram, sir. We appreciate that. Love interacting with the fans. Um, And we're going to do more of these in the future. So keep submitting the questions. We'll bank them up for the next Q&A. But uh, for now, we're going to take a quick break. And then we're going to come back and talk about our top three favorite golf drinks. Okay, Ryan. My second favorite thing about golf besides the golf itself is drinking. Are you sure that's your second favorite? It might be the it, it's tied for first. Because I know damn well you're going into that round saying, "Hey, what am I drinking today?" What, or hey, what bottle am I putting in my bag, and what beer am I sneaking in through my shoe? So that's a question that I need answered. Can you bring your own booze onto the course? Certain courses, yes. 
And how, and how how is that determined? Is there a sign out front? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it's usually a, in in the shop. And what do they do if they catch you? I don't know how they're going to catch you though. That's the thing. They're, you know, there's well, like usually they have uh, it's no coolers rule. Okay. So if they catch you with a cooler that's not one of theirs, they know that it's your beer. So what I do is this is technically not okay, but I do it every single time I drink with my friends Mm -hmm. is I bring as much beer as I can fit in my golf bag and then I buy a six pack from the clubhouse. Okay. So then they give me the cooler, they give me the six pack. And then from there on out, I just keep filling it with the same beers that I brought. Or you just buy one beer from the clubhouse and say, hey, can I get a cooler for that? That's very suspicious. Wow. Who's going to get a cooler for one beer? They can't accuse you for something they don't know. That's true, but I just, I like to be a little more sneaky than that. Sure. Okay. Um, Off topic, Tyler, as Mm -hmm. we do a lot on this podcast, uh, we're going to talk about our top three favorite Bevcar drinks. Yes. So... We start with our bottom, right? Correct. Your, your, your third favorite. Third favorite Bevcart drink. And I also... Oh, there goes there goes my headphones. That's okay, though. Rip. Can you still hear me? No. Uh, <laughs> so I want you to tell me your third favorite and also what hole are you getting this drink on? Okay? Okay. So my third favorite golf drink is my first favorite casual outside of golf drink. That's just straight up beer. What kind of beer, Tyler? Bush, Bush Light, Ryan. I mean, we're not obligated to say that on this podcast. This is Breakfast Ball. It's Bush Light, Ryan. <laughs> um, okay. I just, I'm a hard alcohol on the course guy, but never in a million years will I turn down drinking beer. Yep. And I like mixing, which is people say you don't, you shouldn't mix hard beer or hard alcohol and beer, but I do that. I, I'll drink a hard mix and then I'll mix in a beer or two. Well, liquor before beer, you're in the clear. Beer before, before liquor, liquor, never been sicker. You're throwing up on the green. Yes, you're puking in the cup. Yeah. No, so I, I I do mix around with that, but may I my number three because it's always good, it's always tasty. But I just I like drinking hard alcohol on the course, so my number three is Bush Light. How many beers are you buying at one time? From the Bev cart. Yep. How many people I'm golfing with? I'll just buy one for everybody. Okay, I like that. Yeah. That's a team player. Yeah, and usually most Bev carts, it's pounders, so that's nice yep. too. Um, if I have to get a pounder of something besides Bush Light, I, I actually like just a regular can on the course because it can get, gets warm. Very fast. Yeah. Because a pounder, you got to slug that thing before it gets warm if it's anything besides Bush Light, which does not get warm. Especially if you're bringing your own beer and you don't get the clubhouse cooler, mm-hmm. then that's that second one's getting really warm. Right. So if you have a clubhouse cooler, every time you see the Bev cart, you ask for more ice. And they just scoop. Oh. They just scoop a couple more things yeah. of ice into your cooler for you. I usually don't get coolers like right at the beginning of a round. Again, I'm a morning golfer, so I'm mm-hmm. not like, can I get a fucking 12-pack at 8 a.m.? All right. I'm probably waiting until like there. hole three or four, and mm-hmm. then uh, and then I'm getting some Oh, beers. yeah. I didn't answer what hole. That is um, hole one. Hole one, and we hole start one. drinking. Right yes. away. Uh, I like that, Tyler. My third favorite drink that I like to sip on the golf course is going to be a Bloody Mary. Yeah, this is where we disagree. I hate Bloody Marys so much. Why? Because it's so thick. To me, when I drink alcohol, I want it to get me drunk and <laughs> also be refreshing. And okay. to me, a Bloody Mary is anything but refreshing. Even like like a, a spicy Bloody Mary? Yeah. Oh, God, Worse just, than a regular. Blo- it's go, just, 
this tomato paste and vodka and then random food they put on a stick. Yeah, so that's your breakfast for the morning. Yeah, but who's have not- who's having tomato sauce for breakfast? Well, it's tomato. Yeah, I mean it's Think about living a healthy lifestyle, Tyler. <laughs> no. Get up, you drink your tomato juice, you might have a, a pickle or two and maybe a beef stick. That's a hearty, healthy breakfast right there. Because I'll tell you what, if I have an 8 a.m. tea time, I am not waking up at 7 a.m., let alone 6.30, to eat breakfast, get to the course, hit some range balls, and then start golfing. Okay, so I would rather drink just a glass of vodka with the beef stick and the pickle than fucking vodka and tomato paste. When's the last time you had a Bloody Mary? Um, Maybe a year or two ago at an ice fishing tournament. Why'd you get it there? Because it was given to me. Okay. And I don't turn shit down. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, um, I'm going to Bloody Mary. It's it, uh, oh, I, oh, the one place that I will have a Bloody Mary because the food they put with the Bloody Mary is phenomenal. U.S. Bank Stadium at a Vikings game. Yeah. They give you the little cheeseburger. That's a full meal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What do they cost? It's, like, it's also 28 bucks or some shit like that. Bucks. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's fair. Tyler, what's your second favorite? Uh, my second favorite is my go-to mixed drink. It'd be just a whiskey seven. I'm ordering Crown if I'm feeling fancy, but nine times out of 10, it's Windsor seven. Okay. Windsor seven is just, it's a classic. It is also refreshing. And uh, I like drinking whiskeys on the course because they are... Uh, most of the time you get those short plastic glasses yep. and you can drink it before it gets warm. Yeah. You don't even need the ice to melt and dilute it. Right. Any. You got, right. I mean, you get the seven up in there. Mm-hmm. You got whiskey seven. Yeah. Whiskey. I've no, I've noticed like on the stream, like I, I, I gain a little bit more confidence with whiskey. I'm yeah. Start- you got to start mixing it more. You would like random because you, you from the stream, if people don't know, we stream on Monday nights um, on Twitch, oh, you betcha, dot, twitch.tv slash oh, you betcha. Yeah. So check us out there. But we, we we drink whiskey every Monday night. And Ryan, you weren't really into the whiskey game until that stream, correct? Correct. So you haven't really tri- messed around with a lot of mixes. You've had just straight whiskeys or flavored whiskeys, but no straight whiskeys mixed with something. Yeah, we should maybe do that. We should, because you would like it a lot more, I think. Because right now, oh, I believe it. Mixed you, with anything, I would like a lot more. Yeah, you're leaning towards the flavored whiskeys, correct? Correct. Yes. Yeah, so we'll get we'll get you a whiskey seven going. I'll I'll just make you a classic Windsor seven, and I I'll, think you'll enjoy the shit out of it. But I feel it. like people who just drink straight whiskey are just more wise and sophisticated. Yeah, but we're not there yet. But I want to get there. I mean, just drinking straight whiskey. <laughs> I don't know if that's gonna do it. it I think goes it's down some, way too easy. I think it's something that you have to grow into. Instead of jump into. It's kind of like Buddy Mary's. No. <laughs> no. Something you have to just grow Dude, into. Dude, I don't even like ketchup. What? I'll have ketchup if it's the only condiment. So what are you dipping your fries in mustard? Mayo. Psycho move. I know. I know that's a psycho move. Holy shit. But I love mayo. Mayo or ranch. Yeah. Th- I mean, that's what my French fries are going in. Yeah. All right, Tyler. My second favorite drink that I'm getting on the golf course is your third favorite drink on the golf course. I'm going with beer. I like it. I like um, it. Because you can drink it in volume mm-hmm. and you can still you can still play some decent golf. Um, you can have a couple two tree. Uh, you know, obviously going with the classic bush lights. Uh, I was on a big bush apple kick on the course yep. when those were available. That was big for me. 
So usually I'll start the round off with a Bloody Mary, um, hold two or three. Bev cart comes around again. I'll probably snag like three or four. I mean, it just depends on, again, who I'm all with, kind of mm-hmm. like you. Snag a couple, five, six, 10, 15 beers. Um, drink those and then I'll, and then I'll end it off with my number one, which I'm not going to get to yet. But, uh, also if I have some bloody Mary left, if they're giving you, if they're giving them to you in the tall cups, which some courses do, which is great. I'm going to throw a little bit of that beer in the bloody Mary. I will say a bloody Mary watered down is much better than a regular bloody Mary. (laughs) You just can't, you can't appreciate it. I hate them. I hate them so much for what it is. It's probably my least favorite drink. And I know you like them. I love them. I know. I, I, we've had bloody I can't Mary even bars. Stand at, the smell. We've had bloody Mary bars at our house on like yeah. a, like a Sunday or for NFL football. Not that you would, but don't invite me to those. Well, you're gonna drink the vodka. Okay. Vodka, nice. Can I bring my own? I'll bring. You just give me the. No, you can't bring anything. I'll bring my People own. People aren't allowed to bring stuff to my house when we have shit laid out. Well, can you like, if it's just vodka, can you like bring something there? Beef sticks. Beef sticks and vodka. <laughs> all right, all right. You might need to. We might need to do a vodka beef stick taste test with Tyler on a on a on a podcast going forward. Actually, yeah, that's man. what we should do. We should have golf drinks. We should have. We will get some plastic. We can cups make this like ice. a once a month segment, trying new golf drinks before we get on the course, so we don't mess up and get something yeah. we don't like on the course. Yeah. Yeah. Might have to do another one. Uh, another another. Uh, uh, submission from the audience say hey yeah what's your, go-to your favorite golf? golf drink we'll try it on the podcast and give it a thumbs up thumbs down <laughs> but yeah I number like two I'm going with beer if i got bloody mary le- left i'm refilling the bloody mary glass with beer all right that's number two tyler what do you got number one my number one my favorite drink on the golf course is a rare one most places don't have all the ingredients for it and they've got to make it for you special it is just and Arnold Palmer, what is more fitting than Arnold Palmer drank on a golf course? So it's just the sweet tea and lemonade and vodka. You son of a bitch. Is that yours? That was my number one. But no. I call it something different. We did it. I call it something different. Well, that's an Arnold Palmer. John Daly. No, nah, it's, it's an Arnold Palmer. John Daly is lemonade, sweet tea, and vodka. And cigarettes. And, <laughs> and, and darts. And darts. Well, there's our number ones, folk. Folk. One singular folk. Folk. Hey, folk. <laughs> it's us in the camera right now. Yep. Um, I've always called it John Daly. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I just, when I order it at like a bar, it's called an Arnold Palmer, but I understand why. It's like an Arnold Palmer, but when you add the vodka, you get John Daly. Because the drink, sweet tea and lemonade, is an Arnold Palmer that yes. you can buy anywhere. Yep. Yeah. So like they sell them in cans and they're just called hard Arnold Palmers. That that's also one of my honorable mentions is the Arnold Palmer, the spiked Arnold Palmer. Yeah, that's all that is. Is vodka, lemonade, and sweet tea. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I think it's cooler to just say Don It is. John I Daly. like I don't I don't hate that name. Cuz Arnold Palmer Arnold Palmer probably didn't drink on the course. John mm. Daly does. Yes, he's very open about it. So, if I if if the Bev Cart gal comes up and you say, Hey, can I get an Arnold Palmer? Or Hey, can I get a John Daly? What one are they going to recognize more? Arnold Palmer. Is John Daly just something I f- came up with? I don't know where you came up with it. I'd never heard well, it. I was golfing with my boss one time who, uh, Miles? Was, no, my old, old boss. boss. Sorry. Okay. My old boss. Um, 
and he's like, you guys want John Daly's? I'm like, yeah, that sounds good. I mean, a, a, a drink yeah, named I'll after- I'll take a, a Marbred. A drink named after a golfer? Well, you, you can't go wrong there. Mm-hmm. So I got it and it was sweet tea, lemonade, and vodka. And a hot dog and some tomato juice and a pickle and that a beef really stick. Good, Here's a question. When- when are they going to have drone delivery service on golf courses? Haven't you that they're trying to do that? I've seen them try yeah. it before, but why haven't they figured it out? I don't know. AI is taking over. Because for you to be able to log on to an app for that course, or you log on to the app, you select your course, you select what you want delivered, and then you select the hole that you're the currently on. They bring it to you on just, let's just say, two holes after that because it takes a little bit to prepare it. Mm-hmm. So if you're like, maybe that's the problem. They can't get the timing down. Multiple drones. No, but I'm saying like, if you order it and it's busy at the bar, you could be four holes away by the time that drink gets made. I think Where, they, have, they have someone dedicated to drone delivery. Hmm. And then maybe you just have it track your phone and it delivers it right to you. Oh, GPS. Perfect. Yeah. Even better. We solved it. And I mean, if you, it's just like if you're if you're mid round and you see the Bevcar girl, you're gonna stop what you're doing, and wait for that cart to come over so you can get a beer. Mm-hmm. If you order something off of an app, you're gonna see the drone coming. You're gonna stop, and you're gonna wait for that to get to you. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But what if someone's hitting at you? Well, then you just move away, and it follows your GPS. Yeah, so you just order it, and no matter where you are, it just delivers it to you. It doesn't matter if it delivers it to you instantly or if it's four holes later. It's just got to track your phone. Here's what here's what they do. What if this thing, what if I smoke it, though? What if it's trying to give me my drink, and it sneaks up behind me in my backswing, and I crush this drone? One, I'm out of a drink. Two, they're out of a drone, and I'm not paying for that shit. Here's what they do. They put numbers on top of the golf carts. What if you're walking? They give you a number plate like they do at Zorba's or whatever. Oh, like one of the... Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> this, this this is a sophisticated-ass drone. Well, no, because there's a camera on the drone. So they just see the number on top of the golf course. They know I'm delivering it to number five. Uh-huh. They see it on top of the cart, and they just deliver it that way. Yeah, I think I'm going to stick with just the Bev card, though. It so, would put someone out. Well, it wouldn't necessarily put someone out of a job because it's got to, someone has to fly it. Yeah, but I'm way less likely to tip too if I'm not seeing that person in person. That's also they lose point. out on some tips. That's also a good point. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know, but they're saving on gas for the cart. <laughs> We're over. So this this We're, how did, this drone. Bottom line, we both like Arnold Palmer. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yes. Um, uh, I'm going to go drink one of those. Yeah. I'm, so I'm spreading it out throughout the round. I'm, I'm, I'm going to start off with a Bloody Mary, get the blood flowing a little bit. <laughs> get it, get it, Tyler. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to have a couple beers, and then I might end it off with a, uh, a John Daly in my book, Arnold Palmer and Tyler's. I do also love the Spike. Oh, hold on. This is another perfect example of the same thing having different names. Rat Race, Poison, oh, yeah, yeah. Arnold Palmer's. John Daly's. I'm sure there's plenty of people who call the lemonade sweet tea vodka combo something oh, else. Oh, Phil Mickelson's. Us. 
Uh, a fill. Can I get a fill? Yeah, give me a fill. Um, um, sorry. Can I get a fuzzy Zeller? Um, he's a golfer. Fuzzy Zeller. Fuzzy. The only reason I know him is because he's got a sick name. Fuzzy Zeller. Interesting. Yep. We should see how many names we can come up with it before the Bevcart. The Bevcart understands what it actually is. <laughs> Just, hey, can I get a John Daly? Uh, what's a John Daly? Uh, you mean an Arnold it's, Palmer? It's the, it's the same as a. It's the same as a Phil Mickelson. Ah, uh, Phil Mickelson. Okay, okay. So it's it's a Phil Mickelson and John Daly. It's actually the same as a Fuzzy Zeller. I'll, I'll take one of those. Well, the, sorry, sir. I don't the know. The Jack what Nicklaus can't figure well, it out. Okay, can you make me a Jack Nicklaus then? Well, I, I still don't know what a Jack Nicklaus is. Make me a fucking Arnold Palmer. <laughs> <laughs> what if she's like right away? You're like, yeah, I'll get you a Phil Mickelson. Oh, then $10 tip. What would a Phil Mickelson drink be? I feel like he's a screwdriver guy. I feel like he's a whiskey guy. Yeah, I don't know. He's kind of that old, older, grouchier golfer. Yeah, but he's like the goofy old man. Yeah. He's not grouchy. He's goofy. Oh, he's grouchy. He's hit- I've heard stories. Like really? first person stories. Yep. We'll get into that in another show. Mm, little teaser, little slap and tickle. Yep. Um, that's just, that's word around the street. So, uh, I, I, Tyler, I think there's a lot of innovation to be done within the, uh, Bevcart drink world, the golf course, uh, the golf course world in general, when it comes to delivering drinks, delivering food. I like the top three. We're very in line with that. Yeah. You know, Honorable mention for you is going to be peppermint schnapps, I'm going to say. Yeah, that's my birdie juice of choice. Okay. Um, but I wanted to go strict sipping or slugging drink. Yep. I like that. Um, good combo, Tyler. Good yeah. podcast. I think, it's, it I think it's time to close it down. Yeah, let's get out of here. Um, Guys, next week, we're going to have a guest big, on the show. Big week. Our first guest of the Double Bogey Show next week on episode six. So stay tuned for that. As always... We appreciate you guys listening. Should we just tell them who it is? Reward them for listening to the whole podcast? Give it to them. It's Miles. Miles, you bet you guy is going to be in studio, sitting here with us, answering our questions, talking about golf, and what it's like to be the boss of the two greatest employees to ever live. We'll see if he lets us, we'll see if he lets us treat this as as if it's our podcast, which it is. Or if he'll if he'll just dominate. try and take over and yeah. dominate the podcast. He's we gonna come in and be like, here's the segment, Miles. He's like, I don't like it. This is what we're doing. That's- we won't let him do that. We'll try not to. Next week, episode six, guys. Miles, you bet you guys coming on the show. Uh we're gonna get uh we're gonna get we're gonna get down with some questions for him. We're gonna grill him on his hole in one on PGA two K twenty one. We might even ask him, Miles, do you Ooh, count the hole in one if you take if you take it on your breakfast ball? We're gonna get That's down a good to the question for him. Guys, thanks again for listening in episode six. The breakfast ball merch is on ouyoubetchy.com. Uh, you guys can go check that out. We got the polos, the hats. We got it all for you. Go check it out. The merch is on fire right now. Go to our Instagram. Send us your breakfast ball videos. At breakfast.balls. We love you guys. Love you. Hell, that's a breakfast ball.